The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm gonna continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not lose. lose. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. Hey, man. Yes, he's the DB of the show, and we are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. Today, man, we'll bring you back inside the locker room where we talk about the topics in and around the game. Today, we're talking about the 2021 Tokyo Olympics. MH, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. Let's go. All right, man. So, we talked a little bit, kind of quick prep, and we was like, you know how to let's start the show off talking about our girl Maria Taylor. Like, I mean, she just said, "Hey, you know, there were some incidents. You know, she's trying to get paid. She wants to get them. <laughs> what's what's the, pay me my money?" <laughs> <laughs> so she's on the mean pay, and then she shows up, and she just says, "Tad out," and she comes and announces she's with NBC, and she's covering the Olympics, man. I mean, that's a, a damn great way to roll out with the new company. It's funny how some things work out, man. You know, somebody, what, what, what's, what's they say in church? Uh, what they meant for evil, God meant for good. <laughs> <laughs> Praise him. <laughs> yeah. So it's funny how, you know, how those things kind of end up. But, you know, shout out to her. She's pretty, she's uh, grown in a short time frame. Um, and she, her stardom has kind of exploded. I mean, she's um, the hardest working girl in, in sports biz, wasn't she? I mean, she, yeah, for sure. She was the Jamaican yeah. of uh, <laughs> of the sports biz. She was everywhere on ESPN. Uh, but big loss for ESPN, but, uh, you know, a big game for NBC. I'm interested to see uh, kind of the rest of the things that she's doing. Obviously, the Olympics is nothing just to sneeze over. It's, it happens every four in this case, five years. Right. Um, so uh, very excited for her and looking forward to see what else she got going at, uh, at NBC. It will be interesting to see how they kind of roll her out with the breadth of things that she has. And, you know, because, I mean, they have Formula One on there. So I just don't know if she's really excited to, to be covering NASCAR or Formula One. But, hey, you know, diversify your bonds, right? Shit. Yeah, I mean, they, they you know, they, they got the uh, Sunday Night Football. That's, that's, that's kind of one of their bigger things with uh, Chris Collins, where I'm sure she'll find her way in the mix a little bit somewhere down the line. Well, they're going to be interesting because you know. isn't your girl uh, already on the sidelines? Uh, Who's that? Oh, what's the what's the girl that got – she was getting peeped on in her in her thing. What is her name? Oh, she's, she's on NBC? Is she or is she ABC? I thought she was Fox. Oh, Andrews. That's what I was thinking. So, yeah, yeah Andrews on Fox. So, then who is – uh? Is Michelle Tafoya? Yeah, but I, I mean, I know <laughs> Michelle. He's like, yeah, but so so we about to go ahead and retire her, huh? <laughs> yeah, I, there's, there's some other things that she can do. There but, you go. Well, hey, uh, shit, keep it. I pushing. like I like Maria in the studio too. I, I know the goat kind of holds that down, so I don't know if she can find a way, right? Mike right? Yeah. So maybe on the sideline. Well, hey, it depends on the support after because Mike Tirico is at the Olympics, and I mean they playing so you know. And plus, Mike Tirico's not black. You know, he's told us all that he's not black. So what did he, what did he say? He what, said what he's he not say? black. I mean, you know, he identifies he? he identifies as not black. <laughs> he didn't tell us what does he identify. He with? did not tell us what he is, but he identifies as not black. 
That's news to me. You but it explains it explains, explains a lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lineup. His lineup like, game, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got the way back. But Man, go ahead um, and cut that, bro. Just let it go, right? Yeah. All right. So speaking of tough starts in his lineup, man, there's a lot of kind of things that was going on as far as the news before we even get started in the in the Olympics, right? Like yeah. I mean, there was just so the the beds. I, I know people were talking about the beds. Like I didn't know it got down in the Olympic village like that. Like to, to, to where they had to give you cardboard. They got to give you a homie decline. Not homie decline. What was the, uh, the dude off of Living Color that lived in the, uh, <laughs> lived in the box? <laughs> yeah. But they had uh, to put cardboard boxes together to, to keep them from, you know, humping and grinding. I didn't know it got down like that in Olympic Village. That's what I've heard, man. I've heard some, uh, some stories uh, about it. I used to uh, – I used to work at USA Racquetball. Okay. Yes, USA Racquetball is not an Olympic sport. Okay. There's, there, if you talk to a lot of people in that world, they're, it they're be. trying. They're, they're, Every, right, yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Uh, but it's not quite there yet. <laughs> but um, that was based out of Colorado Springs, Colorado, which is kind of the headquarters of the USOC. Okay. Um, and so, obviously, through work, I kind of connected a lot with different uh, – you know the training centers are on. So some Olympians were down there. So a lot of connections. Not connected in that oh, way. I see oh. you. I see you. I see you. <laughs> hey, I was working. Yeah, but you, was, no, you, but was working. Was, you was working. You was working. Okay, yeah, I get yeah. it. But well, that was a long time ago. Cardio. Cardio. Long, 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 long time ago. Yeah, yeah cardio. Um, <laughs> Amir. <laughs> shout out to but Amir. I did, shout out to Amir. Uh, but I, I did hear some uh, some stories about how how it went down. I mean, it's, I guess it's a stress relief, man. You know, when you see a lot of you know, uh, a top tier athletes on, on your level, uh-huh. uh, you know, I guess you gotta, you know, kind of relieve stress and you, you, you kind of, well, what about weak legs, strength man? Strength. You know, they, they can't, can't have weak legs, man, before your event, man, you're supposed to be doing all of that. Right. <laughs> anyway, I mean, <laughs> moving yeah. on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Oh, no fans, right? Like that's the the biggest thing, right? Um, you know, of course we went through some seasons uh, just with the last football and basketball and the bubble situation and things like that. But the Olympics to be in like a bubble, no fan situation, that has to be like just the ultimate worst, right? Like, I mean, for, for no sport, it was good, but just you're thinking like Olympics, this is like every four years and now it was five years and then like nobody. Yeah, I, I think it, uh, it obviously that's part of the Olympics is kind of the pageantry uh, that goes with it. Um, no matter where it is, where located in the world, you you, uh, you tend to see <laughs> a lot of representation. So right. I mean that's been a down uh, try. I, I mean I guess I didn't really notice it outside of uh, staying tuned with uh, you know gymnastics. I know we'll get into track. Those are the, I guess the two kind of sporting and, and swimming. I, <laughs> Oh, that's funny I mean, but I, I guess <laughs> I guess seeing those sports and kind of watching them as they are you know unfolding and have unfolded uh you can tell like man there's something missing there and obviously yeah that's what it is is the fandom and then I mean like you said you mentioned the sports that like really produce when those when those things are happening so and then I mean the last thing was the news, right? Like there was so much the government, the local government wasn't really having it because of the outbreak that was going on. And then they actually had an outbreak in the Olympic Village to so far that the USA teams 
um, basketball Olympics, and you know a lot of their teams didn't even stay in the village. So a, a rough start, and and they definitely damn near they pushed through. Yeah, at first it was crazy. It was like opening ceremonies were starting, you know, tomorrow, and then you get another tweet that's saying like, "We're not out of the realm of possibility that we might cancel <laughs> shut it the down." Whole thing. I was like, "Oh, dang, is this happening or not?" So no, it definitely yeah, was it's been a crazy forth. start back and forth. So you did mention uh, USA Racquetball, and uh, they, <laughs> they haven't quite made Shout it. Out. Shout out! But we had some new games that made it this year. Uh, so uh, baseball, softball, skateboarding, some others, um, surfing, and what karate <laughs> made mm-hmm. it in. Um, mm-hmm. Really kind of weird because I'm thinking like surfing, like how how do we push? There's so many like I feel like American born sports, you know, that have taken over or, or put in there. Like because skateboarding definitely was an American like sport, right? Skateboarding was well, what is killing me. I didn't know the X. I didn't know the X Games could also become Olympic sport. And uh, what's crazy about it is the skaters don't like it. They're like, "Nah, man, like we don't want to be in the Olympics because that's their whole like skaters are you know the rebellion and you know yeah all of yeah, that." You stuff. mean I got I got to tuck my shirt in? <laughs> <laughs> the funniest shit is when they said. I don't believe, like, when Sakari was going through her shit, like, I don't believe all the fucking skateboarders made a positive drug. I mean, made it through without no uh, positive drug test, so. That is very interesting. <laughs> right? And then it's just like, I mean, I guess karate got gets into, like, maybe your, you know, fencing and all of that kind of Olympics. But it's like, it's it was funny. I was reading, like, how many games, and it's like over, like, 90 games, right? But some of them are called skill, and then some of them are called sports. So it's mm-hmm. it's funny how they attempt to make it up, and so we could just only root that uh, racquetball makes it in one year. Well, I mean, the thing about racquetball, and you know, we we gotta <laughs> continue to build the young generation because <laughs> it's still thought of as an old head sport, right? Which is kind of true, but they're they're still working there. Well, so that was the thing. So I after looking at like, okay, how does some sports come in, and then like. Baseball is in this year, but it was out in 2008, and this is the first time it's come back. Mm-hmm. It just, like, goes back and forth. Um, so, they actually, the IOC has, like, an Olympic board, right? So, the IOC yep. and, the, and the different – so, like, we have probably a seat and other uh, – excuse me, uh, cities and countries have, you know, boards on the seat. And they go through, like, 35 criteria that they put in, like, this five – different levels and one of yep. them is like what value does this sport add to the olympics right and then like how popular is this sport you know in the mm-hmm. and in the host country right so like if it's popular in the host country they may push that above and and, and decide whether it's in or out so um yeah very 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 interesting it seems like it's hodgepodge yeah. too say that again it seems like it's hodgepodge like they're making it up homie you know, hodgepodge yeah they are you, you, yeah I, I mean that, that okay that, okay yeah. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so in in tune to, you know, make the Olympics hip and add a different flavor on, did you see any of um the new commentators that they had for the Olympics? Uh I didn't know if that was real or not. So same, uh, same, same. Snoop uh, is a real yeah. <laughs> commentator. Him and Kevin Hart have a show where they do commentate where they commentate on different aspects of the Olympics. So it is NBC's push for their streaming service. 
and okay. I, it can only be found there. So I don't have access to that streaming service, but I thought it was a joke because I mean we <laughs> we saw um, you know what Uncle Snoop did <laughs> during the boxing, and he added riveted commentary. But uh, um, it, it's good to see that they added this new uh, part to make the Olympus hip. So I'm pretty sure we'll see a lot of um, clips of that coming out. Yeah. I mean, you can't get rid of Kevin Hart. Uh, so <laughs> that's your boy. Just leave it at that. That's <laughs> your boy. He's on everything, everything. So, um, so I just want to just jump through a couple top stories. I almost want to do it. Like our, our, our people, uh, Jen and Jacoby kind of, I'll talk to a topic. If you want to add color, <laughs> you do it. Oh, we just keep it moving. Uh, stop. Yeah, stop yeah, it. Yeah. Okay. So um, let's see. The first trans Olympian, the the weightlifter. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> we'll keep it moving. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. The There was a, a stat that said, keeping on that same thing, that this is the highest um, number or outlook or participation, I guess is the proper word, of openly gay competitors in the Olympics. I mean, I guess it's a compelling stat, um, I guess. Uh, (laughs) But at the end of the day, I think it's more about uh, production and, uh, you know, what you can and can't do inside of that particular sport that you're (laughs) Olympian. I I don't know if it necessarily matters. And so that's the thing, right? Does that matter anymore, right? Like, is that – and I guess – I mean, it matters, right? Like, it's a conversation, but to the ultimate, what we're, what we're watching and what we want to do is just we want to see the best athletes do what they do, right? Like, is that – that's that's yeah. what I'm getting from what you're saying, and I think I'm on the same accord with that. No, I, I think we're, we're 100% on the same page. Uh, you know, I think we even say representation matters. So, 100%. You know, maybe, maybe that's – I shouldn't say maybe. Um, you know, that's, that's representing uh, – and it's on a certain way, but at the end of the day, I think it's just, you know, production, whether you can do it or not, uh, is probably the, the bigger topic there. Okay. Um, and, you know, I'm good at butchering names. That's what I do. That's one of my roles on the show. So, uh, Tamika was the first black female wrestler to win the gold medal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? That's, that's, yeah, I did see that. Uh, that's huge. That's amazing, that, right? That's that's really huge. Um Particularly with that sport, that sport is not necessarily, uh, it's, it's not, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, uh-huh. typically you don't see us or uh, definitely uh, a sister in uh, <laughs> competing in wrestling, but it's, it's, it's definitely huge and uh, that's breaking barriers of its own, so shout out to her. All right, then, um, <laughs> and I forget, and it's my bad, if you may be able to correct me, but the two guys, it just was like, Yo, fuck it, man. Let's both. Let's. It's both of ours. We just keep it in my house. When they were competing at the high, was it the high jump? Again, another one of those things where I didn't know that was real or not. Listen, I didn't know you could do that. Like, <laughs> like me and you going back and forth at it, and we both yeah. tie. And then the judges come over and be like, "Yo, what, what, what y'all want to do?" For one, I would have said, you know, my man was probably looking like I'm kind of. I'm kind of tired. I'm tired, First balls. of all, what, what sport was that? I don't even remember what sport it was. I, I want to say it was like high. It was either high jump. High jump. It was. It was, it was a high, high jump. Okay, okay, okay. It was definitely high jump. So it's like, yo, they're going back and forth. And then, like, they just come over and be like, yo, like, man, y'all both, we can have a jump off. And then the dude's just like, 
well, we both can win. <laughs> it's like both yeah. ours. <laughs> so, yeah. And the funniest comment I heard was like, well, at the end of the day, you don't ever say you tied for a gold medal. It's like, yo, <laughs> in 2021 in Tokyo, I won the high jump. <laughs> I, I got a gold medal. I won a gold medal. Uh, I probably would have been, you know, I, I think my man was like, yeah, we, we good with it. Mm-hmm. it. It felt like it was one person's decision over the others because the other guy's reaction was like. He jumped all over him. He was like super pumped. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah. And one guy was like, uh, all right. All right so man. I feel like it was more on his decision. Like, hey, we can keep doing this if you want. And he was like, right, we can share. <laughs> so, I'm tired. I'm Right. I'm tired, balls. So that yeah. that was a definitely different one. Um, one thing I did want to point out was um, we did have – uh, a demonstration and it's going to be interesting to see what the backlash is from this demonstration. So, um, shot putter Raven, uh, Saunders, I believe it is. Um, she won silver, uh, silver bronze, um, in the shot put and she did a demonstration on the thing and we posted on our social media where she, you know, threw up the X over her head and I told myself I was going to write it down so I don't butcher it. But she said the intersection where, um, all, you know, underserved people meet. Mm-hmm. So, hasn't been any news about that, um, but that's a demonstration. And the IOC strictly said, like, at the at the cusp that there would be no demonstration. So, um, I guess TBD on what happens with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be care- careful with my words with Miss Saunders. Because, uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, she does go by the Hulk. So, yeah. <laughs> that is her nickname. So, let it yeah. be clear. <laughs> oh, yeah. That wasn't me. Uh, but, no. <laughs> um. You know, I, I know, uh, you know, she's dealing with some things, you know, some personal things, obviously, with her, her mom uh, passing. So uh, my prayers are out there uh, for her, for sure. A hundred percent. All right, man. So the big topic, right, and we'll definitely spend some time with this is just um, it's happened a lot over the span, but really hit home in the Olympics is the mental health. Right. So um, I think I will will start with. Um, Naomi, um, because hers really started before where she set out the um, the open uh, before coming into the Olympics and then announced that, you know, she would um, she would compete because um, it was her home and representing her homeland because, you know, she supports uh, that and uh, the U.S. for both her heritages. But um, right. interesting, man, this is like coming to like a really big focal point and how we're dealing with these and these athletes and, and, and where they need to be, man, it's, it, it's heavy. It, it, it most certainly is. And it's something that I struggle with, not necessarily uh, mental health per se, uh, but I guess mental health, I guess the, the phrasing of it are um, that in sport. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I guess I will, I, I definitely want to be careful how I say this because I don't want to offend anybody or, um, you know, I'm just talking. We just talking. It's the locker room. It's so the locker room. I, I have, I definitely have mixed emotions on mental health. Okay. And I value your opinion. So I would love to hear your opinion on it too, as well. But I guess I get to uh, the point that, you know, we, we all deal with different things, our moments in our life differently. Right. I think that's what makes us great as people, and that's how God wants us to be designed. We're no no one person or no two people are exactly alike. We deal with things, we handle things much differently than you know. Some something might may affect you or me, you know, to the day it may not affect you the same way. Right. Um. But I guess to me, 
I, sometimes I feel like we, we, we tie in mental health, us as a society or how we want to do it, brand it. We just tie it in with failure all the time. And I, I don't feel like that's the same. Wow. Okay. Um, when, I, when I think if, when I think mental health, I think of, Hey, whether you're on top, like, uh, uh Tiana was telling us, you know, a couple episodes before, or whether you, you know, you don't succeed, you know, there, if there's some real mental health things, you know, that, that's going to be, um, no, regardless, right. You know, there's something that you have to deal with. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times, I don't know if where, where we're mistaken. Um, but I think failure is just a part of sport, right? If you're not <laughs> the reason why we're talk sports, the reason why we're watch sports, the reason why there is Olympics, there's a gold medalist, there's a civil medalist, there's there, somebody's winning and somebody's not, you know, not winning. Right. Um, and I think sometimes some, for some reason, those two things get confused or they just combined. And I, I just, I think they're differently. I think failure is part of sports. And I think what makes, especially an Olympian, an Olympian or any top athlete, a top athlete or any top, anything in any walks of life is mental strength. You got to kind of work through some things mentally. That's what separates really the top from, you know, the, the average Joe, right. So right. to speak. So, I don't know where that line crosses. Um, again, I think everything, you know, athletes are human beings as yep. well, right? So they're not immune to facing things that we all face in life. But at the same time, I, I don't know, um, you know, sport sport is failure, right? Mm-hmm. That is the nature of sport. And I know it can take a toll on you mentally, but I just think that's what it is. Someone has to lose. Failure. Someone has Somebody to lose. Has to lose. 100%. And I, I I would hate for those two things to get crossed, and I feel like they do. Okay. So then let's take that to like a real-life situation with Simone Biles then, right? Yep. So are you you saying that sometimes you wonder or worry or cautious um, that the fear of failure is being labeled as um, mental health? Is that – without putting words in your mouth, like is that a way to – not the – the whole defining way because there's multiple layers to that but are you saying multiple that that's layers. kind of one of the possible layers that we see that um people are afraid to fail and um you know when they are seeing a, a down period in their performance or things like that they fall to like well it's because of mental health or you know like i need mental health and i can't is that a part of it I, in in a way i really believe so uh-huh. um you know in Simone's situation i th- especially because it's an individual sport. I, I think being at the top of the sport for as long as she's been and the goat, she's the goat and she's probably been, you know, she's probably been perfect for a while, been the best for a while. And then she expects to be perfect on her own. I, I don't know if she's necessarily chasing something uh-huh. or anybody. She's almost chasing the ghost. She's kind of competing against herself in a little bit. So yeah, LeBron like, understands that. Oh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> uh, I, I can see maybe the mental toil that it has on you if you're just really competing against yourself, so to speak, right? And then you kind of build some pressure up to you. But at the end of the day, I think, and I don't know Simone, and you know, I'm praying for, I'm not judging her by no means, but I, I can, I can probably more understand as a former athlete that hey, you're getting close to the end of your time as a top level athlete, right. you see the end is near. I'm sure there's some mental, you know, uh, what ifs, 
struggles or what ifs or whatever that goes through. Right. But at the end of the day, I think failure is failure. We, <laughs> you're, you're going to fail in sport. There's an expiration date with every sport. Uh, and I think father time is under what it is. Yeah. Right? Father time I, is I undefeated. Just, <laughs> I'm not saying that's what she, you know, went to and said is just mental health, but right. I wish she would have been more specific on how, and maybe she doesn't owe me anything, but I'm just saying that she doesn't owe me anything. I'm just saying that I, I feel like we kind of mixed those two a little bit. Well, there was a lot, right? So it went from she's out. Um, then they said it wasn't physical. When when it first happened, it was reported it wasn't physical. Like she didn't right. like hurt her ankle, knee, toe, whatever, right? Then right. it became, okay, she's sitting out for mental reasons, for her mental health. And then she has the twisties, which I didn't know what the hell the twisties were. Like, I didn't know if they was making that shit up, too. But, you know, now, like, they have fat past Olympians came out. I'm like, yo, the twisties is real. And I'm like, I heard a vertigo, but I guess mm. it's a, a gymnast-specific twisty um, thing that um, that she's acquired. And I think it's all, it's all of those things, right? Like you, you had mentioned, just when she was doing the floor routines – and the the commentator's like, oh, they're not used to being in second because, you know, want, you know S- Simone's score usually has them in first. And it's like that was the kind of constant theme. And, you know, the girl is ridiculous. Like she's doing tricks that no one's ever done before, like just pushing yeah, the limits. Yeah, it's her own stuff. <laughs> it's her own, yeah. like, she's got tricks named after her, right? So Yeah, and they judge her completely differently <laughs> than they judge everybody else as well. Absolutely. Right? So, the shock rule, right? So, you know, the right. hacker shock rule situation. So, it, it, it definitely, to me, had to be a lot of pressure. Um, if the twisties is what she was diagnosed with, then, you know, she handled it the, the best way she thought she could handle it. Um, and then, you know, she came back and she's like, fuck it, you know, I'm going to go ahead and get the seventh medal on the beams, which is like the last final event. And then that goes back into what you're talking about, right, the legacy. Um, how much pressure does she have to say, like, you know, this is probably my last Olympics, so, you know, I got to go out with something. So, mm-hmm. And then was and, and I salute her for that. I, I definitely do. I, I don't want to just condemn her. I, I I salute her for, so to speak. What my dad always says: finish kind of what you started, right? right? Um, and that takes mental strength to do that. Mm-hmm. To get up when you're not at your optimum level to finish. So I think she showed showed great mental strength and physical strength to finish what she kind of started there. So is that going to like you know? I know we we always talk about like kids is different these days. Is it? the fact that there isn't mental toughness being built because there is a level of mental. And I think maybe this is another vertical that you're talking about, right? There is a level of mental toughness where it's kind of like, you know, we've been taught, you know, through two a days and, you know, lifting and, you know, doing that extra rep. Are there things that these, these younger generations are are missing or not getting a point of that we're seeing, you know, it's something, right? Because it's becoming more prevalent and um, you know, I don't know <laughs> that that that. Yeah. Do you feel what I'm going with that though? Because like there, there's do. something there, right? And and, and how yeah, are they preparing for that? Like how do you how do you put your finger on okay that mental toughness versus because she's the, the girl's gifted. <laughs> like when I say the, the boy got his own money, she's got her got own damn tricks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they call it one of the damn shit she does, the, the, the Simone or the Biles, whatever the fuck it's called. So. Yeah. Um, so what's that line of, of pushing forward, you know what I'm saying, to, to, to be stronger mentally and physically? Yeah, I, I honestly, I, I don't know if we're going to be able to answer that now. I think that's going to come in data 
20 plus years from now of how we how this society reacts when these athletes are, you know, kind of retired and old. And, you know, if, you know, we've heard of stories from, you know, our yesteryear athletes that, you know, they've lost some things mentally and mm-hmm. we see them on the news and you say, oh, whatever happened to him. And then you say, oh, uh, bro, on the news and he went crazy or something. Right. Um, and so I, I think we can, I think that's yet to be determined. That's a good. Point. I will say, I will say, uh, I think it's different now. I know it's different now because everybody has a voice and social media has made, um, the opinions of, of others probably reach you easier than it has in the past. Right. Uh, but I also think saying mental health is a privilege that today's athlete had that maybe our pioneers never had. Oh, super uh, facts. Cause I guess you I would... imagine Bill Russell saying, <laughs> <laughs> I know he was going through some, some shit in Boston. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I can't imagine him just saying like, yeah, I'm going to stop here, you know, cause of some, some mental, mental health strain is like, yeah, that, that, that wouldn't have worked. Right. And right. I think that's a privilege that us athletes today have to, to lean back on. And I guess we'll see what that, if that really, by talking about it, be by being open about being human, if that really helps our retired athletes 20 years from now um, as they continue the rest of their lives. Well, I guess we'll see. It's advancements in the game. So that's a great point, MH, man, because, like, you know, our coaches used to tell us, man, back when we used to practice, we never got water breaks. You know what I mean? And, like, right. and it's like, hold on, like, y'all didn't drink. Like, water will literally kill you if, if it's hot-ass sun. You got me running. You know what I mean? So, right. so it is the evolution of the game and the more that we learn. Um, but it is that balance, I think, like you said, of – who's really doing the things to mentally prepare themselves and protect themselves uh, versus, you know, who's just using it as an excuse. I, I agree. And I think if that is, let me say this, if there's, you know, if there, we all deal with something mentally and if there's really uh, some mental health issues, I really think you should get professionally some, you should talk to somebody professionally. Um, it's one thing to say that what you're dealing with, but it doesn't make sense if you're not getting treated for it. Super fast. Um, right. So like there has to be some kind of some follow through there. And I, 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 and maybe that's something that Simone went through during this process in the Olympics. Maybe she really talked to a sports psychologist or whatever she did and, and feeling, you know, getting her mentals uh, back in alignment. Right. And then you got Kevin Love that just said, fuck it. I'm out. <laughs> so, he was, you know, he's definitely talked about his battles and, you know, he was down here for the, the USA men's basketball, their scrimmage stuff, and he was on the team. And then before they went to Tokyo, he's like, you know what, man, I'm going to take my ball and go home. Right. Man, Kevin Love done had a, a pull, a strained calf <laughs> for legit five years now. So, so I, I guess that would be a mental strain on you as well to have your calf hurt that long. <laughs> Forever them. So, yeah. so that brings us into uh, USA men's man, and uh, you know we had a chance to kind of see him, or just they were here in Vegas, you know, warming up or prepping for they um, head over, they headed over to uh, the games in Tokyo. And man, I'm kind of worried, man. I don't think them dudes is going to get an aluminum medal, so I don't even know if what's going to happen, they, man. They they in the semifinals now. Kevin yeah. Durant, yeah, he, he he let us know who he was. You you know who he is, yeah. What did you say? Right. right? I'm Kevin right. You know who I am. <laughs> he, he let yeah. us know. So uh, right. he dropped, what, was it 29 points, 30 points or something like that this last game? 
Yep, 29. They beat Spain. I think they're playing uh, Australia in the semifinals. And um, so we'll see. And then uh, I think in the other semi, it's uh, I don't it's know, Luca. Luca's team, right? <laughs> That's all. It is. It's Luca's team in the finals or somebody else. So everybody's Luca's, looking. Luca's country against France. <laughs> so everybody's thinking it'll be a Luca USA um, finale. So uh, we're hoping for that, and hopefully we we get out with with, with the gold. Um, but yeah, it's it's been. Um, they look very trash, and there's been a lot of excuses. Some, <laughs> some say Pop wasn't, you know, isn't the right coach. Um, yeah, you know, but this is everybody's opinion. Back to like your local Twitter person that has too much um, commentary on things, and that you know them not gelling long enough. And then we talk about our former guest John Shoemate. He says because of Zach Levine. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's disrespect. I like Zach. Come on. But hopefully, on, I mean, it, it, it's definitely turned because, like, you know, they come out the gate with that loss, you know, and everybody, we were definitely overreact city. That's what we do, you know. Sure. Um, but uh, they're looking like they have it straightened, and hopefully we, we, we get the goal. And I don't know why it's much of a surprise, to be honest. Like, if you take the NBA, which is the best basketball league in the world, the MVP this year is not American-born, Jokic. Uh, the Finals MVP this year, Giannis, and three Giannis. was it three time or two time MVP like of the league. Yeah, <laughs> so he's not American born. And then we just talked about Luca; he's probably the top young rising star, also not American born. <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah, this is a this is a global sport, uh, and we're seeing it in our best league in the world. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. And every one of these teams that the uh, USA plays, they got NBA players on them. Yes. So it's, Correct. Yeah, it's it's not ninety two anymore. <laughs> it's, the dream team is no longer. Correct. <laughs> Those days are over. Um. All right, so you know it's definitely the the most watched event. I mean, basketball is is definitely up there, but of course, you know, people love track, and and I think it's lost its luster a little bit. Um, it's still a great event to watch, but we just don't have our names. Um, as much, but, uh, but did you care? Are you watching? Cause, uh, the, the, who, who the hell won the men's hundred? It was some random dude that won it. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, let me just do a quick, yeah, little, do, do a quick, the lead. yeah. So like, you know, I heard the story. I didn't see the race, but I heard the story. Like, Man. let's say he was from Italy. He's Italy. Ah, yep, look at that. Go. Boom. So he's there from, so he's from Italy. He barely qualified <laughs> in his mm-hmm. previous like rounds, but he did barely enough to make it. And then he comes in and smokes everybody. So um, the whole the whole comment was, let's hope that uh, this first – well, he was born in the U.S. too, which sucks, right? Yeah. Like he's born in the yeah. U.S. and then I think his parents, maybe military situation. But uh, they're like, man, he went from zero to 100. Like <laughs> they were like he was running – what is that um, – What's your big uh, Metcalf times <laughs> in, in hundred, and now he's you know beating Olympians. So hopefully yeah. there's no um, funny business uh, coming up in his test results um, at the end, <laughs> at the end of this. No, I, I think uh, it's been weird. We're just the Olympics and ter- I think the time differences time is kind of weird. weird. Yeah, uh, back to social media is like you know the results about something before you even really see it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's kind of weird that way, too. We know too much. And then I don't know what Peacock is. I don't trust that network, so. 
You know when you gotta like buy something? I don't wanna. Pay I don't wanna. For the, yeah, yeah, I'm not for the peacock. I feel you on that. Yeah. So like, so between those three, oh, I think I've, I've missed a lot with it. Um, but the uh, you know the 400 meter hurdles and all that kind of stuff has been pretty interesting. I mean, there was a race where uh, literally the best race in Olympic history where three people. The ja- 400 meter hurdles. Jamaica. Uh, uh, no, it was a guy from Norway and. Uh, I don't know who were the. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they all three broke the road record. record. (laughs) Yes, yes. So that was cool. Yeah. I was was thinking about um, the the women's Jamaican team that came in first, second, and third. Yeah. (laughs) And then just like uh, the other cool thing was I think they beat Flojo's uh, 100-meter record. So that's Mm -hmm. been like a long stand. I mean, she still has, I think, another one out there, but. I mean, just the way that these women are moving, man, they're floating. So it's just sad that we couldn't see uh, Shikari, Shakiri, however you pronounce it, um, you know, do her thing. But <clears throat> in her time, in her in her time, you know, this this all will happen, right? So in yeah. four more years. Yep. So I think I'm with you, man. It's just it was just. Um, I guess my final thought is money still rules the world because the. Mm-hmm. They made that shit happen, and I didn't think it was going to happen, especially like <laughs> how we opened, where they were like. Um, you know, open a ceremony, but we may we may tell y'all all to go home tomorrow. Um, right. So so for them to, to to make that happen, um, it'll be interesting to hear all like the final thoughts once we wrap everything up. And then the medal chase, it's funny how they do the medal chase. So I think China's ahead if you rank it by gold medals. Yeah. But overall, we have the most medals. So um, I forget what the over under is um, on where we'll finish, and uh, hopefully USA men's can uh, add to that <laughs> add to that total. What do you got let's for final a, thoughts, man? Let's get, a, let's get a couple. So, yeah, we do have 75 medals, mm-hmm. and China has 32 golds, and we have 25 um, in my second in my second country. <laughs> uh, you want, you want Rook aware? <laughs> yeah, we, have, <laughs> we have 19 golds, 36 total modes in, in Japan. There you go. Um, no, nah, but it's, it's, it's been an interesting uh, Olympics. Uh, because you, you kind of look at all the uh, the branding, and it still says 2020, and it's almost like, <laughs> what am I watching? Watching, right? I know it's legit 2021 now, uh, so that's kind of strange. But uh, I'm glad that it happened. Uh, I'm glad it, it gave us as as sports fans something to uh, watch and talk about, and hopefully next Olympics we're, we're past this part of the world, this global pandemic. Now, you know, don't look like it with this. This Delta and Spirit pan, uh, you know, Spirit <laughs> variant. <laughs> it's Delta and Spirit and uh, uh, you know Frontier variant. That's all. That's just all over, huh? Yeah, we'll got, see, but, got people out of job striking and everything. Golly, <laughs> man, you got to show the card everywhere, bro. <laughs> Forget a Costco card, right? <laughs> yeah, you. Were, I need to get mine laminated. Honestly, <laughs> I was. <laughs> You know the old the old school cars and when you go to elementary Elemi- school, you get a boom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get mine laminated. There you go. Oh man. So hey, that's a great statement, man. Um well the 2020, 2021 Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Signing off. Crazy. Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed the show. Um it definitely the it said Mike Tarico said he thought he he wasn't sure he was black. Um if there if anybody knows Bro, I have never heard this. I, 
I'm gonna send you the link when we get off. Um, Please send me this. When was this? What does he think he is? Hey, we'll we'll do some research. That may be a whole show. But anyway, man, thank you guys for listening. He must be he's from Italy, like my man at one hundred. <laughs> But he's born in the U.S. and you are all Negro. So I hope you enjoyed the show. Please, please share, man. We have a good time. And, and share uh, what topics you want us to hear uh, talk about. We're on all your um, social platforms. Listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Please stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even... Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. 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 Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Spat bouts and racks on handmade new rags. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.